0: talking about books on the podcast get the fuck out of here. Remember when we couldn't call kids gay and now we can do it again. See, everyone gives the 30s a bad rap because of that Hitler fellow, but realistically, 17 cents a gallon is pretty fucking uh, pretty fucking good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience. Hey, what's going on with you? Your old pal Joe here. Checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. Hey, what's happening? How's it going? How was your weekend? How are you feeling in general, my friend? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be fucking doing, alright? And uh, if you're not, hey, the clock's ticking, so... Get something going, man. As the time continues to dwindle away, I hope you spend it as wisely as you possibly can, doing things that you enjoy doing and being around people that you enjoy being around and fill your life with positivity and hope and nothing but good things. All right. Uh, I got no shows coming up for you. Still shooting a movie for most of the rest of the month. It should be out later in the summer. It's a. What is it called? Blood Mountain Massacre. Be on the lookout for that, people. It has been an absolute blast doing it. It's been exhausting, but fuck, it's been a lot of fun. And I think it's going to turn out absolutely fantastic. The idea is it's going to be kind of a shitty slasher movie, you know, paying tribute, homage to all the great shitty slasher movies of the past. That's what we're doing. So is it going to look fantastic? Is it going to win win an Emmy? Jesus Christ. Is it going to win... Any awards, maybe, maybe not. But the Emmys can suck my dick as well as quality camera work, though that can also suck my dick. Um uh, what has been going on? Hey my friend, if you could do me a favor, go ahead and check out my new podcast with Monty Mitchell called The Stinkhole Hour. All right. We put out I've been putting out episodes and videos on Friday night. You can check that out on our Patreon, patreon.com/slash stinkholehour. Uh, If not, if you don't want to do the Patreon thing, totally understand. You can listen to the episodes. Those drop every Tuesday. So you get me solo on Mondays. You get me and Monty every Tuesday, bringing you the stink that makes you think. And also do me a favor go over to Instagram, slash uh, look up Stinghole Hour on Instagram, and go follow us over there, you know? We're trying to do something. I love Monty to death. He's one of my favorite comedians of all time, a very good friend, one of the first people to take me under their wing when I started doing comedy, and I enjoy spending time with him and talking with him, and uh, it's been fun to work on something together, you know? So, do me a favor, check out the stink Stinkhole Hour, and that's all I really got going on, everybody. What have you been up to? You've been doing all right? I've been reading a book, all right? Hey, look at that. Talking about books on the podcast? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, a little bit of a literature fucking lesson. <laughs> Not even a lesson. I know I shouldn't be talking about books on here. I know you people don't come for that. You come for the filth and the disgusting content. We'll get to that in a moment, but, uh, I've been reading 12 rules for life by Jordan Peterson. I feel like I've been bringing him up quite a bit lately, but, uh, it's a, it's just an absolutely great book. You know, sometimes I'll read part of a book and I just have to put it down for a while and really let the, whatever I read resonate. And, uh, I took my book to the set just because you're sitting around a lot when you're shooting a movie, people. I don't know if you know that. I'm a big Hollywood hotshot now. I know how the movies work. You spend a lot of time sitting around. That's why the big stars get their trailers so they can, you know, have sex with prostitutes and do drugs and all that stuff while they're just kind of waiting around. We're not making that kind of money. No trailers and no prostitutes. Um, there are some drugs. Been smoking some weed on set, you know, that's pretty cool of them. But I took my book because I was like, well, I'll read a little bit. But uh, I haven't, I just read this passage and I have have had to put it down for almost a week now and I just wanted to share it with you fine people of uh, Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience and see if maybe this doesn't mean something to you and maybe we can't break this down a little bit more as to why this means something to me. But here it is from uh, it's rule it's part of rule number 8 for Jordan uh Jordan Peterson's book 12 rules for life and if you want to know what rule number 8 is it's tell the truth or at least don't lie. So one of the big rules for life is just to uh, to tell the truth. But anyway, let me read this quick passage to you and see if it doesn't mean something to you. Uh if you will not reveal yourself to others you cannot reveal yourself to yourself. That does not only mean that you suppress who you are although it also means that It means that so much of what you could be will never be forced by necessity to come forward. This is a biological truth as well as conceptual truth. When you explore boldly, when you voluntarily confront the unknown, you gather information and build your renewed self out of that information. This is the conceptual element. However, researchers have recently discovered that new genes in the central nervous system turn themselves on when an organism is placed or places itself in a new situation these genes code for new proteins these proteins are the building block for structures in the brain this means that a lot of you is still nascent in the most physical of senses and will not be called forth by stasis you have something to say go somewhere and do things to get turned on and if not you remain incomplete and life is too hard for anyone incomplete Whew. i just found that to be very very heavy man you know it's almost like there's a duality to it for me because I feel like I've gone through my life and have done plenty of exploring the unknown, you know, but just that first line, if you will not reveal yourself to others, you cannot reveal yourself to yourself. That hits home for me, man. That really does. Maybe, I don't know if it, if I'm thinking about it too much, you know, but, uh, Very few people, I feel like, genuinely know who I am. Do you understand what I'm saying? You guys probably get a better... You guys probably have... People who listen to this podcast, What I'm saying you guys, you guys probably have a better grasp of who I am than most people in in maybe my day-to-day life. I feel like I'm a little bit more open and honest with who I am on this podcast. So thank you for listening and allowing me to do that. But, uh, you know... I don't know. I guess in public, I think we're all putting on the mask. And uh, how much of that mask do we become? And then we don't lose, we lose track of ourselves behind that mask. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just find it, you know, I was going to try and break this down a little bit more, but I don't know if I can. I'm still stuck with it and still trying to uh, to think about what it is and what exactly that means. And maybe that's, uh, you know, Maybe that's why you're supposed to leave home for even just a little while so you can become someone else away from them. You can learn who you are. You know what I mean? If you don't get out and about, that's my whole thing, man, is you can get trapped into thinking what other people think you are, even though you might think you're something different. It's been interesting. I was talking to a friend on Thursday and it's like even thinking about, I think about like going back home to see my family or whatever. And people always like, uh, we never thought you'd be a comedian or we'd never thought you'd be doing comedy or anything like that. And uh, it's, you know, I guess maybe I'm a little bit cynical and thinking this way, but it's like, well, what the fuck did you guys think I was going to do? Because I don't remember anyone telling me what they thought I'd be doing or maybe what I should be doing with my time. You know what I mean? Like, nobody really had a plan. So it's like, we never thought you'd be a comedian. And I've never asked the question. Well, it's like, well, what the fuck did you think I would be doing? Because whatever it was, nobody ever mentioned it to me, you know. And I always knew, I always knew that I could be doing that. Deep down in my heart, I always fucking knew I had the thing in me to do comedy. And nobody else around me knew it. And the only way I was going to find that fucking thing was getting away from all the people who didn't see it in me. You know what I mean? But I don't know what those people, I don't know what anybody saw in me growing up, to be honest. Sure, everyone's, you know, a fucking awkward kid, probably weird as fuck, you know? A lot of people are, but, you know, it's funny. It's funny. No, one, no one's ever said, I thought you'd be doing this or I thought you'd be doing that. Even when I was working on the radio. You know, when I was on the review he was like, well, we never thought you'd be working on the radio. I like, what the fuck did you guys think I'd be doing with my time then? And I'm not trying to sound aggravated when I asked the question. I genuinely mean it. What the fuck do you guys think I'd be doing? Because no one ever mentioned it. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. But for some reason, that passage has kind of been making me think about why I left home. And, you know and why i kind of get away why i move around so much i guess and i guess there is a certain exploration to it and wanting to learn and wanting to grow and wanting to dig call upon myself more and learn a little bit more about myself i guess i don't know just something i wanted to share with you uh on your monday morning to maybe get you maybe get you going with a nice week let's try and have some fun now shall we (laughs) Hey, big news this week! We could call kids gay again. Isn't that isn't that exciting? <laughs> I tell you, folks. All last week, I was just hanging out because the bus picks up the kids at the front of the apartment complex. I was just hanging out there all day, just calling all those kids gay now, because that's what apparently that's what we could do now. I'm happy. Remember when we couldn't call kids gay, and now we can do it again. We used to be able to call our friends gay. And when you were when we were a kid in the 90s. Right. And then some point in time, we had to stop calling each other gay. And now we can do it again. Now we can call kids gay again. And I think that's exciting. I think it's great. But only if they're like from eight to five to eight years old, something like that. (laughs) I'm just so happy to be out there calling kids gay. Because I'll be honest with you people, I never stopped doing it. I know we were supposed to. I know we were supposed to, but I never stopped doing it. Uh, You know, you only do it around your cool friends, but I'm just happy that it could be out in the open again, that we could start calling kids gay again. And that is very exciting. (laughs) I hope you all know what I'm talking about. Even if you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe I shouldn't tell you. Just know that it's okay to go call children gay again. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward to the future. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I just think it's hilarious <laughs> that we call kids gay. Well, apparently, what it has to do is everyone was calling kids gay last week is because was there's some bill in Florida... Where it's like the don't, they keep calling it the don't say gay bill, but I don't think that's what it's actually called. You know, everyone's got to come up with some fancy slogan that that whitewashes what anything says anyway, right? We live in this fucking world of slogans that don't mean anything and don't represent what the actual thing that it is. You know, you you get what I'm saying? It's just people got to operate that way. So they're like the don't say gay bill because there's something in Florida that's like maybe we shouldn't teach, uh, children about ass-fucking or something like that. You know what I mean? I think that was... <laughs> I think that's I think that's what the bill was saying. It's like, hey, baby, don't talk about ass-fucking to five-year-olds and eight-year-olds. You know what I mean? Maybe give them a minute. Maybe give them a minute to be a child before you start talking about fucking their asses. <laughs> and not like, you know, like a couple of five-year-olds, not, not like an adult fucking a child. That would never... Teachers would never talk about that. They were just talking about butt-fucking or whatever it is to the kids going, hey, you can fuck butts and it's okay. And it's like, man, I just found out where my butt is, you know? Maybe give me a minute to spend some time with it. (laughs) But it's been so funny. Twitter is all the social media. If you haven't seen it, everyone just keeps posting the word gay (laughs) over and over and over again. (laughs) It's... (laughs) as if that first of all as if that's going to do anything you know what i mean i love the way people show their support for certain causes without doing a goddamn thing they get on facebook and write gay 47 times just to let them know that hey i don't I, i'm against this bill or whatever it is i don't know what the fuck people think but i'm sticking with the fact that it's okay to call kids gay again and i'm going to keep doing it i'm going to call my friends gay i'm going to call my fucking mom gay now that's how much I support the bill or don't support it. Whatever is the right thing to stand by. I'm just happy to be calling people gay again. How about that, people? That's my platform that I'm going to be running on. Call everybody gay. <laughs> Say it to every man, woman, and child you come across. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love how it's, everything's, getting fucking, everything's going backwards somehow. You know what I mean? Oh, we had to stop calling kids gay. And now it's like, well, now you call them gay again. You know, it's like the liberal side of things is almost going in reverse. Remember when it was bad to call black people colored? And now we call them colored again with just people of color with the colored people. But now you call them people of color. It's like that. Isn't that the same fucking thing? Isn't it the same fucking thing? Wasn't it bad before? But now because you switched it and put of in the middle, it's not a bad thing. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know what I like to call black people? Their name. (laughs) The same thing I like to call gay people. I go, hey, what's your name? You go, I'm Francis. I go, okay, I'm Joe. Nice to meet you. That's how you do it. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be this generalized fucking thing all the time. Maybe that's how we get past all this shit, is maybe you just call somebody by their fucking name, people. Have we tried that yet? Have we tried being adults and going, what is your name? And rather than worrying about pronouns and all this and that other shit. Go, what is your name? My name's Michael. Hi, Michael, I'm Joe. Hi, what is your name? My name's Kayla. Hi, Kayla, I'm Joe. See how easy that is, people. See how easy that fucking is? We don't need all the other words. It's unnecessary. Why you got to do that? Why is everything got to be so goddamn confusing in this world that it drives me crazy? And it's, you know, it's the language that's really the most confusing part of existing on this planet. People say shit that doesn't make any fucking sense all the time. You know what I mean? Language is very restricting and confusing. It's just a representation of what the thing is. And you can't, the words are meaningless. It's not what the thing is. You know what I mean? I have a cup in my hand. I say the word cup, but the word cup isn't this actual fucking thing. It's just a word used to describe what this is. And it might not even be a cup, you know? (laughs) Who knows what the fuck it is? It's just a thing that we assign the word cup to. You know? I haven't taken mushrooms or acid in a very long time. People, I haven't even been smoking weed. I mean, I smoked weed on the set. I already outed myself there. But I haven't been smoking weed at home for like a week and a half. This is me sober, people. Do you think... Do you see what I'm... <laughs> this is why I stay high pretty much all fucking day, because if not, my mind just fucking just goes and goes and goes, and I end up going down these rabbit holes of calling kids gay. <laughs> oh, Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Gas prices. How much is gas where you're at, people? (laughs) Fucking, hey, it's pretty high here, right? Pretty fucking high. Pretty high everywhere. I don't know. Everyone's blaming everybody else. I don't know who to blame. I did find, uh, I found something pretty interesting uh, as far as the gas prices or just the narrative of gas, I guess. I don't fucking know. Gas is, in my opinion, gas has always been expensive. You know, (laughs) I started driving, I guess, in 2004. I think it was 2004 I started driving. Gas has never been cheap to me. You know, it's been less. Sometimes it has been less than what it is now. But I've never really encountered cheap gas in my time. If you have, please let me know about that. What is cheap gas? You know, I think it was a great, uh, Patrice O'Neill had the bit. I don't even know if it was a bit. He talked about it on Opie and Anthony, just as far as like how people make money off of shoes. And I think it's a similar thing with the gas, right? Is you come out with a pair of shoes and you go, they're $40. And people go, what? That's fucking, you're out of your fucking mind. And they'll go, okay, well, we'll knock it down to 30. And they go, well, that's still too much, but it's better than 40. And so they'll pay it you know? And then when the new shoe comes out, they go, okay, these are 50. And they go, you motherfucker, that's too expensive. And you're like, you know what? You guys are right. Now they're 40. And they go, well, that's a little bit more than 30, but I'll still pay it. And then the next shoe comes out and they go, all right, these are 60. If you go, what the fuck are you talking about? $60 is too expensive. And they go, okay, how about now it's just 50? And you go, well, that's a little bit expensive, but that's better than 60. And I feel like that's what gas is. because even. If and when gas prices go down, they will still be higher than they were before they went up. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what they do with it. They just keep bumping it up a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, then they bring it down. Then they bring it up and then they bring it down. But it's never down. It's never down. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of what gas was in 2004. Let me look that up. Maybe we could share a moment here and look up the average cost of gas. Average cost of gas. In two thousand four is a dollar eighty eight which is expensive to me that's ridiculous the next year in two thousand and five it was two dollars and thirty cents you know in two thousand three was a dollar fifty nine so when is gas once again when has gas ever been cheap I wasn't making any money back then. oh here we go this is when gas was cheap uh, nineteen thirty one 17 cents there, people. See, everyone gives the 30s a bad rap because of that Hitler fella, but realistically, 17 cents a gallon is pretty fucking fucking good, you know? Bring back the 30s, that's what I say. Just leave that Hitler fella out of there, you know? Yeah, it hasn't been, it hasn't been. The national gas price has not been under a dollar since 1988, people. And it looks like it dropped to its lowest. It was going up: dollar eleven, dollar fifteen, dollar twenty-three. In 1998, it went down to one oh six. But again, gas has never been cheap. But anyway, the point of this was: is uh, there was uh, who's the who's the redheaded lady who does all the interviews? She speaks for the president. That Jen Paskey lady, I believe her name is. I don't fucking know. Ugly old broad. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Just not pleasant to look at, you know? <laughs> Get some of the UFC ladies to, to interview the news people instead of this, you know. Why, they always got to be ugly. <laughs> Remember the Trump one with the one half-closed eye? <laughs> that big, brute-looking lady. Anyway, some guy was asking about gas prices. Or he was talking, they were talking about electric cars, all that shit. And he was like, Well, does the president own an electric car? And she's like, Well, he's driven electric cars. And he's like, No, but does he own one? Because he's revving up his Corvette and all this, that, and the other. And she's like, Well, as you know, most sitting presidents and anyone who's ever been a president doesn't really drive that much. And that's what I took away as interesting. Not the fact that gas prices are fucked and whose fault it is, all this and that and the other, but just the. The realization, the blatant out in the open, the fact that they're like, you know what everyone's bitching about? Gas prices, they don't affect us at all. Do you get what I'm saying? Like these wealthy elite people, the presidents, the people who are putting in these rules that affect your life, that affect your wallet, that make the gas prices go up. They don't give a fuck about gas. They don't use it. They use it, but they don't fucking, you know what I mean? They're not driving to the store by themselves. They're not trying to get to work. You know, they're not trying to pick up their kids from karate and swimming class and all this shit that we simple folks have to do every single day. These people don't give a fuck about any of us at all. Never have, never will. And they shove it up your fucking ass every four fucking years. And for some reason, we keep still buying into that shit, man. Presidents don't drive. The biggest issue that everybody is talking about, I feel like right now, that's really affected people as far as like my friends and shit like that, people who have to drive, people who have to get places to live their fucking lives, man. It doesn't affect them. And they're the ones making the fucking rules, man. Do you see how backwards this shit is? They should be the ones fucking driving us around, you know? Not even, but still, the the shit that they do has the, the rules they implement and put in place have absolutely no effect on their lives. It's a ruling class, people. You know, we're still living in it. We're still living in medieval queens and kings times. There's a ruling class and they don't give a fuck about any single one of us. They don't care. They laugh about it, they laugh in your fucking face. When you go, hey, gas prices are high, what are we (laughs) going to do? I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? They fucking laugh in your fucking face. And for some reason, people still keep buying into this bullshit. You know? Let's get our own, let's start digging for oil ourselves, people. How do you make gasoline? Can we do that? I don't know what the answer is, but these fucking people, quit listening to them. They're fucking pulling the strings on your life, and it doesn't affect them at all. And they're openly doing it. And they're openly laughing in your fucking face when they do it and just going, hey, good luck. Good luck to you because we're going to keep fucking with you the best we can. You know what I mean? Because it's going to keep making us money. It's going to make our friends money. We don't give a fuck about you. We gave you $1,200. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Maybe you should have saved that and spent it on gas. That's what they think. Meanwhile, $1,200 doesn't mean shit to them. You know what I mean? They make $1,200 just to wake up in the morning and do nothing, and fuck your life up. You see what I'm saying, people? God, that irritated the fuck out of me. As you know, presidents don't drive. Then why the fuck are they doing, you know? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they don't drive, but they definitely have their hands in every fucking oil company on the planet. Fucking back fucking cowards. Fuck them all, people. Fuck them all. Remember the last podcast where I was talking about about the streets and you know what I mean? I don't want to keep saying it because YouTube's getting pretty touchy with the censorship. It seems like so now I'm going to have to find somewhere else to spew my true ideas <laughs> of how to of how to solve this country's problems. <laughs> you certainly, you know, gonna <laughs> talk more about that on the Patreon with Monty, I suppose. <laughs> Anyway, let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. All right? Hope we've had some fun today. You know, I, uh, as much as I don't like sharks, here's another shark video, people. I can't remember if I had talked about this in the past or not. For some reason, I feel like I have. But uh, I'll talk about it again. Who gives a fuck? I, uh, it's a video. World Star Hip Hop, baby. I'm still checking that every day. <laughs> I should stop. But uh, there's a a... Dolphin being attacked by a shark very close to shore, right? Very, very close to shore. And within like within ankle-deep water, you know? So people were close to it, people around it. But there's one guy in particular who is standing right on the shore, right next to where the attack is happening. And there is just blood, guts, all in the water. That dolphin is getting fucked up, you know? But this guy's standing there like he wants to do something. You know what I mean, people? Like he's going to try and stop the shark attack from happening, even though it already happened. He's going to try and save the fucking dolphin. That's what it looks like he's trying to do. You know what I mean? And there is a point where he takes a step to get a little bit closer to it. And some guy comes up, is like, hey, buddy, why don't you back up? You don't need to be doing that. And uh, I kind of wish, kind of wish you would have let him go. You know, you want to be a hero? You want to save half a dolphin? Go for it. Go save that half a dolphin and see what happens to you. I wish that would have happened, you know, because not every story needs a hero, people. Sometimes a shark just needs lunch, and you don't need to be fucking jumping in there trying to be the Batman, you know, trying to save the fucking day. Sometimes you might get your arm chopped off for trying to save the fucking day. And meanwhile, that dolphin doesn't give a fuck about you. That dolphin's not going to come back and thank you for pulling it out of the shark's mouth and then you lose a leg, you know. The dolphin was already cut in half. Gallons of blood pouring in the water. That dark fucking red water that we all love to see (laughs) during a shark attack, you know. And this butt fuck is like, why don't I go be Captain America and save the fucking day? And some guy's like, why don't you not do that? That guy's the true hero. The guy who stopped him. And I wish that guy wasn't around, you know. I wish he was off really making a difference in the world than ruining what could be a very interesting viral video on the internet where you see not only a dolphin get attacked, but a man try to do his job as a man and give order to the world. And he just gets fucked up too. I wish that would have happened. Would you try if you saw a shark attack of any kind? I don't care if it's my mom, you know what I mean? I love my mom to death, but if she's getting eaten by a shark, you're on your own, Ma. I'm sorry. I love you. What's your pin number? <laughs> That's what I'm going to be asking. i go, hey, Ma, what's your pin number? Because <laughs> I can't do, I can't do much about this right now. Maybe I'd chuck a child that I don't know into the ocean and see if the shark would leave my mom alone and then eat a, a stranger's child. I'd do that, but I'm not going to go on my own and try and stop this uh, chaos from happening. You know, sorry, Ma, but I ain't, you know, I ain't going to fuck with no shark. Same thing if, you know, if you're getting attacked by an animal, you're on your own. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't get attacked by animals around me. Don't take me to the zoo with you. Because if shit goes down, you're on your own. You know what I mean? I can't, I'm not going to help you. I won't do it. I so almost, I was going to watch somebody throw a chair at my friend one time. During a comedy show, it was when I was running back in Nashville, because he was being mouthy. He was being a dickhead on stage, and some guy was about to walk out of the door, but uh, he had to say one more thing to him as the guy was at the door, and the guy got pissed off and grabbed a chair and started beelining it for the stage, and I was like, well, I'm not going to stop any of this. You're on your own, buddy. You put yourself in this situation. I'm not going to... I'm going to watch. I'm going to (laughs) watch. You know, if uh, if he didn't have it coming, I might have done something. Might have stood up and said, hey, buddy, don't do that. But, you know, he was about to leave and you kept running your mouth, so you're going to get a chair thrown at your head. It didn't happen. Somebody else jumped up like a fucking white knight. You know what I mean? I wanted to see it happen, to be honest. If someone's chucking a chair at your head, there's probably good reason for it. You know what I mean? So... I'm not going to, if you deserve to have a chair thrown at your head, I'm not going to stop that. If you're being attacked by a shark, you're on your fucking own people. All right. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hope we had some fun this week. Uh, once again, joekellycomedy.com. You can check that out. Uh, I got to get that updated very, very soon. But in the meantime, do me a favor and check out the whole Hour. New episodes come out every Tuesday with me and my buddy Monty Mitchell. We have a Patreon, too. Episodes come out on Friday on there. And uh, you don't have to do that. It would, we'd appreciate it if you did, but not a big deal. All right? But Tuesdays, you can listen to them. And if you could do me a favor, go over to Instagram and look up Stinkhole Hour. Give us a follow over there. We'd greatly appreciate it. And just follow Monty in general. Dude's funny. I love him to death. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hope we had some fun this week. Do me a favor. Have some fun. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, all right? I'll catch you around real soon. Later.